Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Underdog Mentality Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jake Fagan, along with my colleague and other host, Christopher Burry. And we have a wonderful podcast ready for you today. Today, we are going to be talking about going down a path with some unknowns, and you keep marching forward, even though maybe your external validation or those accomplishments that you're looking for aren't forthcoming. They're not just jumping out at you. You you didn't just show up at States and one goal. Maybe you got to go back next year and go take it. So we're going to talk about how you follow a path um, without knowing the direct area um, or even essentially receiving the results that you wanted to right away and how you can keep moving, keep the feet going, kind of like a duck on water, keep paddling. Um, So with that being said, Chris Burry, how are you doing, handsome? Wonderful to see you tonight. It's great seeing you. Great to be back again. Glad we're, you know, keeping up with it now and getting in a good routine and happy to be back. Yeah, I think we got a really uh, interesting topic and, you know, a line, like I said, we try to talk about things that we're sort of going through ourselves and, you know, try to relay that out to everyone and, you know, hopefully you guys can all relate to it. And, And I think Jake sort of kicked it off right with the whole idea of, you know, we all have a lot of, you know, whether it's goals or, um, you know, paths that we're going down and we have these expectations sometimes. And I think we both can admit we do the same, but, um, you know, it's more focused on the result, I think sometimes in our head. And I, you know, I do this a lot too. And this is something I've been, you know, kind of working on myself, which is why we thought it was a good topic, but trying to focus more on, you know, the process you need to go through in order to get to that result and not so much whether it's a success or a failure, whether you get to that result at that particular moment in time. Mm-hmm. And I think Jake kind of mentioned, you know, alluded to that as far as that's why you need to sort of stay in that moment, stay in the process, stay on your path and not deviate too much from it just based off of that particular result that you may be getting at that one moment in time. You know, it's kind of an abstract idea, right? So there's no one sentence that was as easy to describe it. And actually, I even felt that as I was talking in the intro that, like, how do I really articulate this well? I tried, people. I am wearing a bathrobe tonight, so if you hear me reference this bathrobe, it's it's important. It's where all my source of uh, expertise comes from. And um, We're trying to be comfortable during these podcasts because we do them so late. Well, look at Chris has his wonderful UV blocking glasses on. I mean, you guys are really missing out the fact that we don't have a YouTube clues and Brady. I don't know who they yeah, are. The, those are the Tom Brady uh, blue light glasses. Oh, really? Yeah. Something well, you know, after amazing. this week, we got to start doing Well, we. I told you we can't endorse stuff yet until. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got to get sponsored. What the hell, Tom Brady? Gosh, football money's not enough. The dude's hustling, making UV blocking glasses. Crazy. I look pretty good in them, too. I, I think I should. Yeah, I, I, think. I think so. It goes well with it's a good uh, facade with my engineering slash uh, sports look. There you go. But I think, yeah, you make a good point as far as trying to, you know, it's hard to sort of articulate it. And, you know, when we're sort of talking offline a little bit, I think just alluding to the fact that mentioning that you're you're doing this, that you're actively doing this, kind of focusing on the end result, maybe not on your particular preparation or process. And I've done this multiple times where I was like, I want to get here or you want to get a 
X grade on your test, or you want to get a promotion by this time. And I think having those results as goals is important because we want to make sure we're striving towards something. But what I've been trying to do is again, first acknowledge that fact that you don't want to focus on the end result, but it's working backwards and saying, well, what do I personally need to do to get to that goal? And then you're putting it in the mindset of something that's controllable. If it's, I want to, you know, like what I'm doing with, you know, trying to play professional football, I want to, I need to be, that's a big goal. So I'm like, you do all these things and, and as you all know, I've been working on it for a long time, but when I break that down, okay, I want to be stronger. I want to be faster. I want to be able to move, whatever it may be. I have a series of these things that I've written down, but then you can sort of break those down even more. So how do we get stronger? It's the weight room. It's, you know, on the field with what I do, you know, for getting faster. And you can, then those are things that I can actively take action on. And we're not measuring it solely based off of the fact of, did you make it to that end point at this moment in time? Because there's progress along that with a lot of these, you know, high end goals that we'll have. Yeah, no, I think you made a wonderful point. Um, is that, well, you know, you've played video games in the past. Um, we're both. Two. I still do. Oh, do you really? Okay. <laughs> but even in like the career mode, you know, there's like checkpoints, right? Or if you're like doing like one of those new Call of Duty games, um, my buddy has it and we played it together. During a mission, you have like checkpoints throughout it. And, you know, if you notice in those games, like which is different than life, but it is kind of parallel in one way is that you kind of have an unlimited opportunity to keep going so long as um, you're willing to restart from where you last left off. Right. And so that is a yeah, lot. Of and that's the goals. thing that tricks us because you can restart that whenever you want to. Yeah. Yeah, and you think you need to do it right now because you want it right now, not because the process or like the work that you've put in yielded that result for you, you know. And or or sometimes it's just things out of your control. Like if you showed up and like this is just the best year for tight ends ever, and literally every great tight end from here to Mississippi and over to New Hampshire came out of the woodwork and started playing football and trying out, you know, um, it could have been a little bit harder with the whole XFL part, right? And I'm confident in my boy. I know you'll kick their asses, but that's just kind of, you know, there's some things that you can't control. I'm kind of the first thing I know I it's coming to my mind is I'm looking at Arnold Schwarzenegger right now. Um, and it's like bodybuilding is kind of like that. If somebody shows up and just has like their best year ever, it could be kind of rough for you competing with that. But in like, let's say you lose that. If Arnold Schwarzenegger loses Minnesota Olympia, which I don't think he did, but if he did, I don't think he's the type of guy who just is going to quit. You don't get to that greatness with quitting. You know, you come back stronger and harder and try to control as many variables as possible. And that's the kind of thing of knowing that the internal work instilled the worth within you to go out there and put it all on the line. And even when you don't receive the result that you want and you feel like you deserved or that you worked for, that you have the option to either quit then or to keep moving forward and keep, going down that path less traveled, which is really important for reaching any goals that where that me and you are both striving for, because there's no roadmap to how do I become a professional athlete at 27 years old, or how do I become an entrepreneur? Like you can look at other great entrepreneurs or you can look at, you know, we talked about the American underdog movie um, with Kurt Warner and you can like see different paths of people who have proven that some iteration of your journey is possible. 
But at the end of the day, you're going to have to walk those paths by yourself because you've chosen a unique route. And it's well, and everyone's paths different too. Oh yeah. And I think that's important to like your point as far as realizing what's unique to you, but also gaining some, whether it's strength or motivation through other people. And obviously, you know, we try to do that with some of our journeys and experiences as well, when this is why we're doing this, Um, which has been why it's exciting to us to also hear everyone else's sort of journey and path and how they, you know, and we sort of pull on each other. And that's the whole aspect of, you know, the team idea that we had put together. And I think it's important when you're, you know, like I said, acknowledging the fact that you're going to have sort of those ups and downs on it, but, but being able to have something that you can pull back to, to yourself saying, well, again, you know, we talked about this previously, but like comparing it to yourself, just so doesn't matter what your age is, doesn't matter what time of year it is, but am I closer to where I want to be? Have I taken those traits or those characteristics that I can personally improve on and have I improved them? And you can do it from a, you know, a good and a bad standpoint, like we talked about. If you had a really good day, you had a really good test, really good workout, whatever it may be, what things did you do to prepare for that so you can repeat those? It doesn't always need to be reflection on a negative or, you know, something that didn't have the outcome that you wanted. And you can still do that in those situations, but you're doing it from the standpoint of, okay, what did I, what do I need to do differently? So I'm better prepared. What do I need to do to progress more? And sometimes like we, you know, Jake and I mentioned to each other, it's just, and you know, going through this process, it'll take a long time. Like I've been doing this for years and it's not so much that it's a bad thing or that you're quote unquote failing at it. It's just, I need more time in the process. So when I look back and I'm like, no, I did this, I did my sprints. I did my weight training. I did my film. I, I did the mental prep. I did the diet. And I'm like, okay, you go again. And that's how you sort of can iterate on it. Um, but keeping that in your mind of, well, you're not maybe exactly where you want to be, but you're on the right path. Yeah. And and I like the way you said is that maybe I need more time in the process, right? Then it's not necessarily excusing people who don't put in the work. Like, for instance, for me physically, it wasn't a priority till right now just because I don't like the way I actually look, right? But, you know, so and that's what I like about the Underdog Mentality Podcast. We're, we're pretty blunt. I know I might lead the charge on that one, but but you're very truthful. And we cut right to the point because we're practitioners, right? Like we're both people carving unique paths in the world, you know? So I think it's really important of what you're saying as far as looking at it from a perspective of cutting through your feelings and emotions at a particular moment. And it's trying to be able to say, what do I need to do? When do I need to do it? How do I need to do it? And not so much, well, I want to do this at this point, because that's what sort of clouds our judgment in where our path is supposed to take us. Cause I think you talk to a lot of people, ultimately they're going to boil down to, if you really ask them what they need to do to get to their goal, they're probably going to know a lot of what they need to do, or at least to be able to take that next step. And I think taking that next step is the most important step because you can't get to step six unless you take step one and let, you know, like that whole analogy, but in doing so, you know, what things you need to be able to do and what things you shouldn't be doing. And that cuts through like the emotional side of it. And that honesty that we talk about, you know, at the very first episode that we had being kind of blunt and clear cut and what you need to do, because then you cut through the rest of that and you're able to execute at a higher level more efficiently. 
Yeah. And once you do start executing, those wins start adding up for you. It doesn't mean that you're still not going to get punched in the mouth. Like you've been punched in the mouth, you know, and on this journey, especially for you, it's not as clear cut. Like I can look at a bunch of different entrepreneurs and it's really just about scale. How big can I think? How hard am I willing to work? And am I capable of pulling it off and just being very rational? Like all the people I really admire, like there's guys like Steve Jobs who I love and that purposely distort reality around them to just make it seem like, oh, there's nothing this guy can't do. Definitely stolen a little bit of that mojo from him. But there's guys, especially the very engineering guys like Elon Musk, and he'll be like, you know, regardless of what people think about what he's doing right now, that's not why I love him. I love him. And love is weird. I guess I admire in a form of love. And some, I'm sure the Greeks have a word for it. I currently don't. Um, but he'll be like, yeah, there's like a 97% failure percentage on this that we're about to attempt. And like with Mars, even he's like, yep, yeah, here's the timeline. And then when he blows it, he's like, yeah, I, I effed up. He's like, I always try to overshoot it and force people to work harder than they have to because I'm willing to sit in here for 90 hours a week. And he doesn't expect everybody else to, you know, hustle the way that he's hustling. Obviously, they don't own the company. This is very rational the way he looks at it, right? We, we can yeah. explain that a million times to Sunday, but that's just the idea is like, so yes, I can understand that there's a high reality that doing what you're doing right now, you could get punched in the mouth. You can go to Miami and nothing essentially happens right away. You could have to go back to work and go to school and do this and do that. And then right now, and I don't know how much we want to talk about this, so you might want to cut this out. I don't know. But is you have a lot of opportunities, a lot of people very interested in you after repeatedly. And, and the worst part is it's kind of even better if you go to like a trial or you go somewhere and you get directly punched in the mouth. Like a defensive coordinator comes up to you and is like, yeah, Barry, we just ate you up all day. Like you couldn't catch a pass. F you. Right. But – it's a lot harder when you're just like standing out of the woods and like cutting through, like macheting through a jungle by yourself. And you're like, is anybody freaking out here? Does anybody know who I exist? You know, like, well, I, I think that's important, like to highlight that when you are. And again, that's acknowledging the uncertainty of what you're doing. Like, cause I'm like, Hey, I haven't done this. I haven't actually mm-hmm. went out there and played in X number of days, years, whatever. But then I'm like, when I look back, I'm like, okay, well, I have improved in the qual, like simplified. I've improved in the qualities that I need to be able to be a better player. And then obviously you have to still go out and execute it. But that goes back to like what I wanted to highlight what you just said with the small victories. Because when you take those small victories and you can string those together, that kind of gives you that not only the consistency that we talk about, but it gives you that confidence in that you need to be able to something to look back on and say, yeah, I was able, I did that. I was able to do it. And I progressed to get closer to where I want to ultimately go. And like, I, you know, I was telling you, Jake, like you don't go, or, you know, I guess I should say for myself, but like, I don't go to class like saying what, and you, and I still do. I shouldn't say that. And I won't lie. We just talked about honesty, but you want to get a good grade. But for me, cause that was hard to do. I, I studied, like crazy and I it was really hard to get like straight A's there were some classes I had A's in and I'm like I'm not learning anything mm-hmm. and there's classes I had you know B minus C plus like you're going back and forth on the border and I'm like but I'm learning a ton and then when you get to that point like why am I taking this class I want to learn stuff so that I can be better at my job I can help whatever you know I'm in the 
industry where we're doing like, you know, national security. I can help like do all that kind of stuff. I want to be better at that. I want to be better at that than anybody else. Just like I want to be the best tight end. I don't want to just look at it this particular, you know, whether it's the draft, whether it's that one workout, I'm trying to train to be the ultimate professional in everything that I do. And I have it forward thinking and I'm going to keep going. All you're doing is executing. You don't have to think about, oh, for this one, I got to do this. This is going because I've trained to be that best version of myself. That was a great freaking random. And I really think the way that you're articulating your genuine process and going through it is very valuable. Like this is why we do this podcast for people. Yes, sir. Um, and it's and it's and it's the practitioners who know it's a man in the arena who's like standing there and then can relay to you. It's like okay, it's like you know I know I think we've even said the same exact sentence and you know two years ago. It's like it's like okay, like the water's fine. Like you just kind of hop in and you're like one of the first ones to go in. It's like you know it's like okay, I'm figuring it out. Okay, come on, you know you and you reach back and and sometimes you do that even to your peers. Like me and you are peers in different paths, right? But there's oftentimes like you sent me something that was, you know, really touching to me and I'm going to try not to cry on this podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you know, it was, it did, it was very meaningful. It was like, Hey, like sometimes you need external confidence. Sometimes it just takes a couple of road dogs, a couple of guys in your corner, you know, like that's like when you see these fighters and I saw this the other day, you know, this is kind of, hopefully this will all loop back and make a ton of sense for people. But when you watch UFC, those big cards, these guys have spent hundreds of hours in the gym with their fighters. You know what I mean? So, and they're probably friends, right? Like you don't corner somebody and coach somebody up. And then it's very personal because it's not like, Hey, I just sent a team of 12 guys out there and sure coaches have their favorites and coaches love their team. And they love being, you know, Nick Saban is Alabama pretty much, but you know, when it's one-on-one and you're sending your boy out there, you know, and it's kind of like a father-son, brother relationship. It just automatically gets so intimate. And when you watch these guys go out there, they're watching somebody they love get punched in the mouth for 25 minutes. And they're praying that all the work that they put in works and comes out on the other side. And you see the genuine elation. Like, these guys, like I saw this old man, like, trying to hop the cage the other night. And he's, like, getting stuck. And, like, one of the ring guys came around and helped him get over the thing. And then That's taller than it looks, though. Oh, yeah. Well, you just see him, like, hug the crap out of his guy, right? Yeah. No, that's great. That's But that's what it's about is having that small – and, again, like, we talk – like, it's having that balance of validation. But it's validation with the people that understand what you're going through, that understand that path that you're going on. And yeah. I think I think it's important. Like, I mean, I just saw it today. Like, I had another good one with – I just saw Derek Carr and the Raiders. They lost another game. And he was, you know, almost in tears at the podium at the end of it saying, like, it's just the time and effort that we're all putting in and the, you know, physical pain. Like, you're talking with, um, you know, fighters and, like, with, with football players. Like, just, like, you know, he's saying, like, the – stuff we need to do just to sleep at night like what we're taking and the rehab and the film and and to not get that you know the victory which is the only external thing people see that it's the only thing that you know 95 percent of the people on sundays care about whether their fantasy team won or their football team won and the rest of the people in that locker room have to go back and deal with all of that and the, you know, just everything that they went through to get to that point. And what they did today 
wasn't maybe necessarily what they wanted, but they are going through that pain of that process and questioning it and having those, that anxiety and not having that validation from outside of their walls. And there's probably people inside of their walls that are questioning it, that are kind of like, you know what? I don't know about this. And you can say, am I doing everything I can do to be the best competitor? Or, you know, if you're on a team at work to be the best employee that I can be, but having that team behind you, whether it's at work or on a, you know, actual sports team or whatever, you're still trying to be the ultimate best self that you can be. And again, that to me is coming back to, what I focus on and what things I can control. Cause again, there, I can't control what the, how the other team prepares. And like you said, there could just be someone that maybe didn't prepare more, but is it a better just state wherever they're in at that moment in time? And they're able to beat you. And, you know, for myself personally, going through this whole draft process in a couple of days, there could be, there's so many variables there's so many unknowns. And I, I feel really good. Like the thing that is good with me is I know what I've done and I know what I've been able to do to put myself in a good position, but that, and I don't really even know, I haven't even really looked at who else is, you know, I'm competing with. I, you know, you see people, you hear about some stuff, but I'm not, I'm only focused on the things I can control. Rob Kronkowski could come back and say he wants to play in the XFL, but I can't control that. I need to be ready to go to play that first game. I need to be, and then beyond that, like, you know, we're, we're continuing that and all of those characteristics and traits are helping me to push myself through those opportunities each time. Amen, brother. But uh, yeah, I love what you said though, is that, and one of the things that you said, and I, I don't want to interrupt, but is that even when you're on a team, you still want to bring your full self to it. Right, like just like a UFC coach needs to be there, even though he's not in the ring. Like I might be a running back because I'm just built for speed. You know me, I'm two sixty, built for speed, baby. Um, but you know, if I show up and my running back is having the best day, and I'm Derek Carr, like you just said, and I'm having my best day, and my line is playing their best day, or whatever their equivalent is, right? They didn't go out and be stupid. They didn't drink the night before. They didn't get in a fight with some girlfriend. They didn't get all things you can control. All things that you could control. I'm not going to drink tonight. I'm going to eat good. I'm going to sleep good. I'm going to stretch. I'm going to make sure I've watched film. I'm going to make sure I understand and highlight what are the main things that I need to achieve to do my best for my role in this greater whole. And then you come back to it, like you were just saying. And you give your all that day while being part of that. And, and just like, you know, you can't control every variable, but you can control what you can control. And what you've been doing so well, Chris, is like waving through this path that's less taken without a lot of direct feedback other than the fact that you're just keeping pushing. And now what this culmination of the draft is, it's finally a feedback. And we're not going to talk too much about it because I'm very Irish and superstitious. But um, hashtag Notre Dame. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, like you have teams that are interested in you, right? And a year ago, that seemed kind of freaking crazy, right? There wasn't a clear. Well, and it was, we we talked about like there's an opportunity there, but again, it's not as clear cut. And some things, you know, form over time, which is important. And again, it to me, it was like, okay, well, what do I need to do? Like all that stuff I did in Florida was helping me. Oh, and just because it wasn't 
a week or a month right before what I did. All this to me, like, you know, and I think about this a lot, too. I think about myself when I was eight years old, when I first started playing, when I was like, and I was like, well, look how far you've come. The stuff I was doing in high school, the principles I was putting in myself has helped me get to this point. Like, that's how I see it. And that's truly what I believe. And on the con, like a converse of that, as far as like myself in the future, I'd tell myself now you're making the decision now to do the right thing. So you can be that future. Like I see, I visualize what I want to be. And I'm like, what do I need to do to be that person? What can I do to make sure that I'm that person? So I don't disappoint my future self. And that's how I, you know, that's how you make decisions. Agreed. Yeah. That's having that vision. And we've talked about this in the earlier podcast is just so crucial. And it helps you get through this path. Cause you're right. We knew that XFL was going to exist, but it was like kind of in a hiatus. It was in the middle of COVID the rock. I think it just bought it. Like, you know, it's going through change, and that was even a different route. And I know the whole time you were still focused on the XFL, but you know now, and like as you keep going through the process, and, and the world brings you in the contact with your dream, you're like, okay, well, now this is just another part of the process, and now you see it as an opportunity to get to your end goal, right? But if if the whole time you're like, I'm just going to play in the XFL, you're like, no, the whole time right now you've been thinking I'm going to play in the NFL, I'm going to be a good player, so along that route, you're just going to have to keep climbing the walls that, you know, the gods of dreams put in front of you. I don't know if that's corny, but it's, it's kind of true. And I think for me to like kind of a little feedback, I didn't think I'd be in property management for three years right now, but what it's really done for me is one, it aligned me with an opportunity that me and you haven't even really talked about yet. So I, you know, we can talk about that offline, but two, it's um, I've learned, more about myself and one of the big things of being an entrepreneur is emotional variance and controlling your up and down swings because if you're the one who's paying all the bills and filling out all the w-2s and and paying all the taxes and and your and your lights stay on with your courage and ability to adapt and stay calm in the moment and, and call the right shot you know i know for me uh i haven't always been able to do that super well I'm an emotional type of leader. I've been that way for my friends. I know how to manage up. I've been that way my whole life. Like I have a lot of energy. I have a lot of passion and like, and I'm, and I'm very strong in my convictions when I have them. So when you are that guy, it's a very different feeling. Cause he even says to one of his guys, he goes, yeah, you don't know what it's like to be the number one. You don't know how it feels to be alone with all of your decisions. And then his like number two or his number three guy is like, well, I'm right here with you and I love you. And he's like, and that's true. And like, if you are number two or number three right now, you know, it's a valuable role. And number one couldn't do their job without you. But at the same time, and this is just for the entrepreneurs out there, not the necessarily like football players, but I guess it could apply directly to football too, is if your goal is to be number one, if your goal is to be the guy who the buck stops with, you need to control your emotional variance and this three years of kind of, again, not the path I wanted, not the path I necessarily foresaw. Some ob- not the one you expected. Yeah. And the decade. obstacles I've overcame were not the ones I expected. To overcome. Yeah. I, expected- and I think that's, 
I think that's what we talked about, like when we were saying, like staying like not too high or too low and staying on your path. Yeah, like you have you have good moments, and you like I said, and it's more figuring out what did I do well to get here, and vice versa. If it's yes. bad, what do I need to improve so that it's better? And if you're being true to yourself, sometimes the path will open up those things because maybe you don't know a part of your game that until your iron meets iron and the XFL, that's great. and yep. that and that you will know what you need to improve or those little tweaks that will make you not just a guy who runs a four five forty or I, I think it's a four two, but I could have fudged the numbers. Um I, I, I talked to Dion. Four two, six eight, three hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you just let me let me write your resume. <laughs> I'll push uh but you know not needed. Not need I know, I know. But uh but you but you get what I'm saying is like that kind of yeah. you don't know what you don't know. And so if you're at least you're being true and honest and humble to your path and you're and you're genuinely pursuing it to the best of your abilities. And this brings us all the way back, you know, to the beginning of this podcast, which was like, hey, listen, like you're gonna go down this path and you gotta be able to kind of wade through the shadows and not know exactly what's gonna come up and not be dependent on that external validation right away. Like you might have your first couple of games. I don't wish this on you, but it could. And you go, like, I got to do this, that, and the other thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not where I need to be. Like, these corners are all over me. The safety's blowing me up in the middle. This linebacker actually knows how to play, you know, cover, and I'm, and I'm in trouble right now. Or you might get there, and you'd be like, and you'll see, okay, here's the X, Y, and Z I need to improve. But then you'll also see, there's not a freaking linebacker safety coming in on a blitz that can get around me. I'm the best blocking tight end in this freaking league. What? And it's staying – and that's the thing I always loved about football is, like, you have – like, they always say, you know, you go to the next play, you go to the next play. And for me, it was never being consistently being beaten. Like, you're never going to be perfect in anything yeah. you do, whether it's a single – like, a series of plays or it's a series of days in your life. Like, there's going to be bad. And I think it was about, you know – it's not always about making an adjustment. You just, like, are going to lose – understanding that, again, like, just that acknowledgement of, of, like, okay, like, no, yep, you're good. And maybe you do need to make an adjustment, but sometimes it's like, nope, yeah, you just lost that one, like next one. And coming back again and again and again to, and it, that like ultimately string those together, you get those, you're, you wear people down and that mental toughness of saying, like, I'm going to keep coming after this regardless of, and like you said, whether it's external validation, sometimes it's external forces. Like for me, if it's like a physical player, and I'm like, he got me. He got me again. And I'm like, I'm going to refuse to just let that be the out. Like, he could get me twice in a row, and some guys will be like, he's better than me. I can't do it. And you're going to just continue to lose over and over again. But for me, it was, no, like, like you're going to come back again. You're going to go again. You're going to beat him, and you're going to keep going at him until you win. You're going to wear him down. Amen. Yeah, no, and, and you wear down your goal, too. <laughs> you wear down yeah. yourself on your way to your goal. And that's where um, I think the real, the, the changes are, are made. But finding that and like, like saying that to yourself of like, okay, I see the progress within the, that time period, even though I didn't necessarily get that physical result to me, that's what motivated me. Like when I came out of Florida, I'm like, man, like I'm, I'm still not there yet. But like, I was like, I am, I'm way stronger. I'm way faster. I'm moving so much better. Like than I was a few months ago, even like you can't, you got to keep like, there was no, like I was just 
struggling like in the beginning of summer. But again, that's one of those moments you don't get too low. Like I saw the progress there still, even though the result wasn't there. And now I'm on the reverse kind of, I flipped it where I'm like, I strung all that together and I keep progressing. And I'm like, wow, I got a really great opportunity this week with the draft. It's like, nope, stay. Like I'm at the gym. Like I'm still doing my work at like, you know, it doesn't matter. Like it's draft week. Like I'm still going Monday, Tuesday, went like I'm sticking to that process because that's what's working for me. And I can't control anything there that happens this week. I'll enjoy it. And like I told myself, enjoy the moments, enjoy the uncertainty of it. Like, you know, the draft day movie, I'll probably watch, you know, maybe we'll watch that, but like, you know, you only get drafted once, but it's, so you enjoy that process of it, but I'm still sticking to like, okay, well, what do ultimately, you know, getting, again, getting drafted is not the answer. It's trying to be the best player I can be in order to do that. I need to be able to still stick to my schedule, stick to my workout, stick to my process, stay again, stay, you know, on that path. Wonderful. Yeah. I, I like, I really like this topic and I, I, and this is just kind of open air market here. What do you, where do you want to go from here? Cause I think we've really beaten down the, the principles behind where we wanted to go with this podcast. And we've provided a lot of value in terms of like just reflecting on the topic itself, both philosophically and, and actionable. What's some things that we can leave the uh, listener right now to like, whether it's an action plan or just some ideas about setting goals and, and writing something down or what, what, remember we used to do challenges. So maybe we yeah, can go no, back good. to that format. Yeah. I mean, like I said, for me, when I was struggling with it, I personally wrote down like, and you, you know, it's like hierarchy. You say, this is what I want to do. Yep. And then I say, what do I need to be able to be, to get closer to that, to get better at it, to be able to do it. Yes. what physically or meant whatever it may be like i said if it's a class like maybe you need to be better at arithmetic it could be something simple and you break it down as much as you can and you again you hierarchical like you're oh that was bad well, well, chris, well chris all i was gonna say is arithmetic isn't simple for everybody pal okay i'm still having problems with fractions. speaking it's difficult yeah yeah and, <laughs> well, you do the speaking and you can do the math hey buddy yeah <laughs> But you break it down to a point where then like at your core, it's and it's when it's simple for holy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely cutting that one. No, no, we have to leave this in. People love this. This is the entertainment portion of the podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm still in the bathroom, baby. (laughs) This is why we're almost done. I'm starting to run out of steam. When you simplify it to the point where you look at it, you're like, that's not that bad. But when I look at, if I look at your higher goal, like your highest point and you're like, oh, I want to, you know, be, I want to have a business that's worth a billion dollars. You're like, well, that that sounds hard. And that's how people don't start things. Yeah. But when you break it down to its core and say what, again, something actionable for you, because then you actually can go do it and it's not relying on external factors. And then it's, when you look at it, it's not as daunting and you're like, well, I need to get faster. I need to run more. Okay, I can go run. No big deal. And then you come up with a plan of how you want to, you know, go about that that works for you and and you but you start there. And then you can again, as Jake said, it was great. Like you're building those small wins. And sometimes that win is just going to do it. And when I go and do that every time I go out on the field, we talked about it last time with the lottery tickets, I'm putting one in and I'm saying, "Yep, I got it." And you build that confidence saying, hey, like, look, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going, I'm getting a little bit faster. I'm getting a little stronger. I'm getting a little smarter. And then you, 
as a person you want more and it feeds you and then you bring more and more and you bring a little bit more thought to it it's a little bit more complex and again i've been doing this for years so then it's like i'm just like i'm just going i'm in like you know the you know inception i'm going through like multiple dimensions and and it's just like nothing can stop me the challenge would be to start i guess i kind of went on a little no no no, crazy tangent there but it's breaking it down to a point where it's something executable for yourself you just stole my word executable well that's a what do we say crucial the crucial thing is you already said that yeah i was gonna maybe try to see if there's like some type of buzzer we could put off on that when we say it crucial 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 yeah yeah we can get some real (laughs) real production quality going in this podcast (laughs) no ads yet though yeah, no, no, we'll get the we'll get the big buzzer. We need to get more than nineteen views or whatever it was. Are those? Uh, what are that? The, I'm not even gonna try to do it. The wah, wah, wah. yeah, wah, wah. <laughs> uh, but but either way, to break to break down the challenges, write down a goal, right? We've talked about this before, but also just kind of in your head, visualize the action steps that you can currently take to get there, right? And, and because. Maybe and you can even do this kind of visually, right? If you draw out draw out a hierarchy, like and at the top it's Chris Burry, NFL player, scientist, crazy person. At the top of mine is Jake Fagan, super handsome business person. Uh, robe enthusiast. Yeah, yeah, robe enthusiast. That's actually yeah. You see me with a cigar at the top of a big pile of um, people I've helped and talk about getting kicked off of YouTube. Oh. I, I don't definitely. know if the YouTube could handle my robe. I don't know. It's if definitely the not in the terms and conditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I don't know if the I don't know if the terms and conditions allow this this much sex appeal coming from one man in a robe. But uh, no, but seriously, you could actually just kind of visualize it. Start at the top, like a hierarchy, like a pyramid. At the top of the pyramid, or triangle, or whatever, however you want to visualize it, you write. Okay, I'm going to be this type of person. Then you can work all the way down to the base and be like, okay, where's my foundation? What have I currently done? And what is the next year potentially look like? Like if I can only accomplish, and this is good to do it ahead of New Year's resolution people because I hate New Year's resolution people, but you can get a vision. Yeah, you can get a vision for your life now at Thanksgiving. Instead of just being grateful to be grateful, be grateful that you have an opportunity to pursue this path. So you set yourself that high goal. You know you're not going to know the next decade you know, until you get that, there. That was good because that's like taking that first step, and then when you take that first one, you can take the second one. Are you are you ready for Billy uh, Billy Gates quotes right now? I'm I'm going to come out and Jakey Fagan with the quotes coming right at you. You know, Bill Gates said most people overestimate what they can accomplish in one year and underestimate what they can do in a decade. So if you want, you can start that hierarchical vision with just what you look like in a decade. And then maybe what you look at the end of your life. I think Robert Green in the book 48 Laws of Power wrote something about planning with the end in mind. And I think Sun Tzu said something very similar. And then if you start right now, it's like, okay, most people underestimate or overestimate, excuse me, what they can do in a year. So instead of coming up with, I'm going to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30 and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. It's like, no, make something that's just outside of your comfort zone, something that's approachable. But also feels like, ooh, I don't even know if I can do that. You know, I don't know if I can go down to Miami for three months and, and, and bang it out with these guys while I'm an engineer currently. And can I do that? Right. So you 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 find those actual steps like Chris does really well that are reasonable. They're timely. You can actually do it in the next year, but they also push 
that boundary of where do I feel comfortable and is this kind of going? And that's where when you plan out the top of the hierarchy first and you see the top vision that you in 10 years, you can chase that guy. Matt, you know, Matthew McConaughey. See, I told you, hit him with all the quotes while we end. Like, chase that guy. Yeah, it's chasing, yeah, it's chasing that future self. Yeah. You know, and, and for well, that's me, great. I think that's a. I think that's a great. Um, I think yeah. it's a great starting point, and I think it's a. And like I said, that's where I started, and then, like I said, you like we're building momentum off of that, and then that's what will you know start you off the right way, and you're getting those small wins, you're stringing along consistent days, and it's putting yourself in a better position to get to where you want to go. Amen, brother man. I'm good. Oh, yeah, that was great. Good podcast, you, folks. You're good. Thank you guys for joining in. We're always happy to relay some knowledge and some content. I maybe a big announcement next week, but we won't, you know. Do, 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 do. Yeah, we need some buzzers. <laughs> I, some sound effects. Yeah. Well, we don't we don't know yet, but you know, we're it's, like I said, we're you know, we got I got the draft next week, so I'm excited for that. Like I said, I'm gonna enjoy the process. And we'll see where we're going. But I'm going to stick to what I'm able to do and, um, you know, take it as it comes. And I'll be ready to go for whatever, you know, it's just for that. For me, it's the, you know, just the door opening and I'll be, I'm walking through it and not looking back. Hell yeah. First opportunity to be a professional football player. One step closer. Yes, sir. Wading into the dark waters. All right, folks. Thank you very much for coming to the Underdog Mentality Podcast. You got the big host, the man, the myth, the legend, Christopher Burry, tight end extraordinaire. And you have your friend, yours truly, Jakey Fagan, closing out the Underdog Mentality Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Underdog Mentality Podcast and anywhere where Anchor distributes podcasts like Spotify. I'm sure iTunes is somewhere in there and all the other ones that you guys know and love. Um Thank you, guys. I hope we can all look back at these episodes and see how far we've all come together. And um, that's all I got for you, Chris. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. 